Weekly Guest. I'm Tasha Nicole Wright, one half of the Realist Radio Show. And I'm Melissa Noriega, the other half of the Realist Radio Show. Yes, thank you guys for being a guest. Um, real quick, if you can, give give our audience a little um, description about your show and where they can find you. Um, well, the Realist Radio Show, uh, basically... Uh, well, you can find the show on pregameradio.net. Let's, let's start there. They have a dope website. But The Realist Radio is basically mostly about music, throwback music, um, new music, upcoming artists, and things like that, uh, even business owners. Um, we have people who have um, one of our sponsors, V for Veg. She has an awesome uh, infused lube and toys and things like that. Did you say lube? Yes. Lube. <laughs> so when you say yeah. when you say it's infused, is it like CB, uh, cannabis oil yes, infused? Yes. Wow. So getting natural. high through the vagina and yes. the penis. Yes. That sounds like a Wait turn a up Could for we real. Get high through the vagina, lady. Yes. She, yes. yes. She it's an oh. organ. Hello. You got nerves. There you yes, go. Yes, go right onto the bloodstream. I heard you can get high through the anus too, but okay. <laughs> See, well, she might have something for that on there wow. too. It's vforvag.com. She's and then on top. I'm gonna her information. I might have to have her come up on the show okay. and discuss more about those kind of yeah, things. Yes, definitely. Because, you know, we're not a sex-oriented show, but sex is a big part of people's yeah. lives, and oh, we yeah. like to discuss it. And right. we like to educate people so that, you know, we're not out here making crazy mistakes when we have information. Right. Exactly, and that's that's the other thing. Um, uh, v for Vag, when you go to their site, it's also sex education. Nice. Like, for, for between... Uh, the younger ones who are active, which I wish you guys weren't, but you are, teenagers, <laughs> even adults who don't know, you know, what to do or what to look for, things like that. It's all there. And she Especially uses- with the cannibal, you know, cannabis and stuff like, to me, growing up it was such a taboo. Yeah. You know, I didn't smoke weed and stuff like that. And then I still don't smoke weed, but now with it becoming legal mm-hmm. as far as the cannabis use in, in certain capacities, I'm more open-minded about it. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm an old dude trying to learn about stuff I should have learned about when I was younger. It's they got edibles to learn. and stuff now, though. You don't necessarily have to roll up and light it. You can yeah. always eat a brownie. I just candies and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I've, I've, I've tried the candies, and I've had good experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, it's still getting that information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to give her a chance to introduce herself as well. Hey, y'all. I'm Melissa Noriega. Um, and, you know, the Realist Radio Show is a really good platform for, I would like to say, for up-and-coming artists because we support independent artists. We know how hard it is in the music industry to be heard. And so we give that platform to those who want to be heard. And, you know, we support all yes. the artists that, you, you know, that do reach out to us. And, 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 and even though we're not a music-based show, mm-hmm. I, tr- I do try to support artists who have... Who, who are great and don't have the exposure that I need, I, I tell right. them, come on, do the interview with them. Because I always tell them, okay, you know, we may not be Power 105 or whatever, but it's good to have different interviews in your portfolio yeah. to show people you can handle that kind of PR. So that's right. a good thing. I was actually at an artist who was on our show um, previous called Samad Savage, who dropped a project um, Friday called The Great Area. Very dope project. I, I went to his, his concert, and it's like, He's a young artist, but he's so developed. His sound is so great, you know. And I feel like, I feel like I'm I'm rocking with someone. I'm rocking like with Kendrick Lamar before he's really got blown up, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Someone that dope. He's just waiting for his chance. So I definitely support the kind of yeah. things you guys are doing. Yeah, right. And I mean, we just and also, you know, like Tasha said, you know, small business owners. I mean, whatever you have that you wanna, you know, 
expose out, we would we're more than happy to. I'm do coming so. on the show, ladies. Yes. Oh, hey, see, come on, there you go. <laughs> we'll get your information, yes. and yes. we're gonna talk. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and that's another beautiful thing I like. You know, as people of color to cross brand, to cross promote, mm-hmm. and you know, I hop on other people's shows, people hop on my shows, kind of thing, and continue that growing. Like you know, create a platform and a network. You know, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of times when we have something to promote, we don't have a network. Or we f- like even before we had that big advertising budget, it's promoting, is that self-promoting, is getting with like-minded people. So that's a beautiful thing. That's why I like mm-hmm. to cross, you know, cross work with people, cross network and stuff. So that's that's a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. It is. Since you guys are centered around um, music, before we jump into the show, I want to uh, do a quick like little uh, discussion or, or opinion kind of thing. So Drake dropped Scorpion on I Friday. I knew you were gonna say something about right? Drake. I knew it. And and I, you know, we're not gonna we're not we're not gonna make it a, a review of Drake kind of show. But you know, I, I I definitely feel because I feel like this record was so, you know, he had a hard side and he had a soft side. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm more of a hip hop person, I felt like the soft side was better. So I feel like side two, which had a lot of the. The, the features with Michael Jackson and the soft. I think he has, a, I think my favorite track on the album, something called like In My Feelings or something like, it was a track like that that was kind of dope. So anyway, my opinion on the record is he did not address Pusha T like he should have. The, the mentions of his child was like, I didn't hide my child from the world, I hide the world from my child. Which which had the internet going crazy. Some people was like, well, I didn't hide the fact that I was married. Or I didn't hide the fact my wife from social media. I hide social media from my wife or different kind of things. I hide my bills. So it it just kind of go crazy. So did you you get a chance to hear it? I listened to it yesterday for the first time. Um, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm a lover of Drake. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Okay. He can do wrong, but I'm a Drake (laughs) fan, too. But I feel as though, I mean, everybody's different with social media. He doesn't have to expose his child if he didn't want to. Right. I also feel that the whole Pusha T thing and Drake was staged. Maybe this was something. I don't think it was staged. They haven't liked each other for a long Long time. time. That I do know, but I don't know. All of a sudden, he drops the album right now. Well, this was already scheduled. He just drops it right now, and then he explains about his child and stuff like that. To be honest with you, I felt he didn't didn't address the child issue enough. That's because that's what we want. That's because not it's what like he 22, wants. Maybe he it's 22, like, 24 records, and then he mentioned he it in, in passing, like, he like one or two. He doesn't have to explain himself about his personal yeah. life. Yeah. So, I mean. Another thing I, I, I want to say is, like, people are so shocked. Like, oh, he had. Like, I researched Sophia Bruzar, a.k.a. Rosé, Rosie, or whatever her, her name is. Yeah. She doesn't have any real porn. She just has spicy Individual stuff. pictures okay. showing her booty and stuff like that. Have that? There is and this day and age, out there exactly. There's stuff hanging out <laughs> than none. So it's like more common to not find stuff. Yeah. I mean, not as common to not find stuff on the internet right. yeah. opposed to finding something on the internet. Because we have even established artists, you know, both music and not. How many? Crazy pictures of Rihanna we have out there. How many crazy pictures crazy, of other Crazy, beautiful people? pictures right. of Yeah, but I'm saying, so it's just yeah, like, the nudity. <laughs> I love Rihanna. <laughs> not to get political, look at our first lady. Our current first lady. Not the right. first lady we acknowledge. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, uh, yeah. Right. So well, Right, ex-porn star. Or, before or, we get into the show, though, I'd like wait. to have your opinion on the, the album, what y'all thought so far. Well, okay, there was one song I heard. Was, was What song was it? Okay, that song. Um... <laughs> 
It was too slow for me. I couldn't really get into it. It kind of almost put me to sleep. But I'm one of those people that I'm not really into anything on the radio right now. Like, it has to be referred to me. Like, no, Tasha, you really have to hear this song. I'm more into the local artists and the throwbacks. Like, what I know people are into and want to hear. So so you're technically in that almost old head box. Even if your age is not there, that's the attitude we're getting when we're not receptive to what's going on. Me, I'm a refer a song kind of girl. As If you run me down all these new, was it uh, Migos and all this other, honestly, when I heard Migos, I really thought it was the the three Amigos from back in the days. Like, so so, it was like, no, these are like, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I, I looked them up and you know it was like okay well they're not even doing the the theme of the Migo. I'm not interested so it was <laughs> it, it's just like that and not to mention I think who really messed it up for me listening to anything on the radio oh, right now who? was like she said mess it up damn completely yeah. young thug or one of them from back in the day, I turned it on and it sounded like somebody was screaming and having a fit. And I mean, his, his biggest thing. I'm not, not, sure not, not my lifestyle. I didn't even yeah, understand that one, it. That one. That was the beginning of me not turning the radio on no more. Like, I think know. Little Yachty Start ruined it for mumble, me. Huh? Little Yachty, <laughs> like, bubble gum, bubble gum, dun 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 I'm, I, I come from an era where artists have an in-depth vocabulary. So when I hear the music that's out now, it's like I, it's like I'm dumbing myself down. Damn. To man. enjoy it. Wow. No, it's not every song. No, it's yeah. just a big amount of the music now. I, I can't. I yeah. can't. It's like I, racket. That's I want to get mm-hmm. this is opinion before we we jump into the show. So what did you think about? Okay, so here's Scorpion. the thing, right? So <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I did not listen to Scorpion. Okay. okay, gotta be honest. Okay. But what I can say is I do agree with Tasha. I'm set on who I want to listen to. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like R&B a lot. Maybe a little bit of hip hop here mm-hmm. and there. But as far as like Drake is concerned, I don't listen to Drake like that. But what I can say when when I look at with my friends and how they, because you know everybody gives their own review. Mm-hmm. I want to say about seventy percent of my friends list when they said something about Drake, they call they refer to him as Aubrey. And they were like, Aubrey's album is this, okay. This is definitely an Aubrey Graham album. This is it's, not it's a Aubrey. Drake. It's not I Drake. I still love him. It's and the okay. thing about it is, it's just like, sometimes you'll hear a hard track from Drake, mm-hmm. and you get excited. Right. When you go to the album, none of that's there. Mm. He, I think he does it enough to make sure that, you know, his music is geared towards the women, but he wants the fellas to be like, yeah, this joint was was my record kind of yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Scorpion, if I had to give it like a, a out of ten, mm-hmm. I would give it like a eight. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. No, it's pretty good as far as if you want that soft stuff. But if you right. was expecting like hard, mm-hmm. like you know, um, I'm upset kind of thing. <laughs> It's not really Hard, there. <laughs> so let's get into the show. We did enough of the, the music review. Someone told me, like, you got to talk about Scorpion. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> since you guys do, you know, listen to music, I was just like, I'll have a quick discussion about it. So the first topic, we're oh, before we begin, I got to give a shout out to Sensei. Today's his birthday. So happy birthday, Happy birthday, Mike. Sensei. Happy birthday. He's, he's, one of, he's one of our, you know, uh, co-hosts and he... You know, it was his birthday. He's hanging out with the family, so he couldn't make it. So, happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? All you Kansas, Kansas season, 
is upon us. You guys oh, are petty as hell, so be ready, for, <laughs> be ready for a petty-ass month. The petty beginning to the summer, all right? So we're going to jump into our, our regular, you know, format of this show. Right. And the first topic we're going to talk about is ego versus insecurity, right? Mm. Because they say a man's, you know, what can ruin a relationship is a man's ego, and what can ruin a relationship is a woman's insecurity, right? And, you know, that's opinion. But I, I feel like, you know, men are heavy, m men move heavy on w regarding their ego, and I feel like a woman will make moves or do things that are questionable due to insecurity, right? Right. So the first sub-question of the topic, ego versus insecurity, is what contributes more to the, the demise of a relationship, a man's ego or woman's insecurity. I usually go ladies first, but I'm with a lady full panel. <laughs> so we're going to have the guests first. All right? <laughs> I, I'm ready to handle all the punches and give my opinion. So we'll start with you, Alyssa, and then we'll go this way. Okay, so um, in my experience, because I am I'm single. Okay. Uh, but um, in my opinion, I do feel like, all right, a man is already set on what they want in a relationship, mm -hmm. I believe. And I do think that a woman's insecurity plays a part in the relationship. We kind of are able to steer the relationship in where it should go. Mm -hmm. And the insecurity aspect of it, like, of course, we have to check ourselves when it comes to insecurity. Not saying that we should not have them, but we should learn how to, how to approach our significant other when it comes to the insecurity, because it's also in the approach. Okay. We can't always be like, oh, you did this, you did that, because they feel that their woman friend is too close to the man, or whatever the case is, you know, just as an example. But, you know, it is in the approach. Not saying you should not have an insecurity, because we all do, mm -hmm. but it's just the approach in it, and it does steer the relationship. So just to uh, make sure you feel like a woman's security, will have more towards the demise of a relationship than a man's ego? I do believe so. Okay. What about you, Tasha? I, I kind of think it's it, it's kind of 50-50. It depends. We could always, 50-50 is the vanilla, you yeah, know, you're not really choosing chocolate. a side. I need you to choose yeah, a side. Either I've be been, wrong or right, right but left I've or been right. On both sides of it. Like, I've been in a relationship where it was my ego okay. and his insecurity mm -hmm. and the other way around, where it was his ego, my insecurity. Majority of the time for me, it was more of the ego because I don't really do the insecurity thing. I might get annoyed, but I don't really like go claws in or whatever. So it's more like, um, I don't know. It's, for me, it's 50-50. It really depends on the relationship and the individual and stuff like that because I've had people around me with super big egos and that just doesn't register with me. The whole soup. No, it's it's just like normal conversation. If you're frustrated about something, talk to me about it, and vice versa. I'm gonna talk to you about it, and it is what it is. Either we agree or agree to disagree and move on. Like for me, I don't know. I don't stay there, yeah. so I don't. It's like the insecurity and the ego thing doesn't really work with me. To me, that's like a tantrum on either side. Okay. So I'm just not with it. What about you, Amanda? <laughs> um, I'm a 50/50 person, but I will say that I feel that insecurity could bring down. A relationship um, it's almost like self-sabotage and you can fuck up the whole the whole relationship being insecure but I also feel like if you're that insecure you shouldn't be in a relationship, relationship. you have to work on yourself before you jump in I, I am kind of shocked I was you know expecting it to be more like you was expecting women bashing. to say ego. I, not, not male bashing but I was like it's his ego this and another but I, I, I really appreciate the response I kind the reason why 
obviously I'm going to go with um, insecurity. But the reason why I say that, in my opinion, right, because I feel like ego is self-defined where insecurity is how you react to kind of certain things, right? Yeah. So I feel like when you when you get involved with someone and they have an ego, you kind of already knew that. You kind of already was presented that. Insecurity yeah. is more like how you react into certain right. things that are out there. And men are insecure as well. Oh, yes, but yes I, they I, are. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like, you know, <laughs> men operate so much on ego and they try to, like, stick to certain grounds kind of thing where it's just like, you know, a lot of times... W- you know, women into relationships and, you know, they kind of accepted certain things in the beginning and then they felt like once they they got their man in their, I don't want to say claws, but like in their possession, now they was going to change him. And when he doesn't, then the insecurity comes around like, well, you don't do things that make me feel secure. You don't think th- do things to make me feel that, that other people know that I'm I your woman. I feel like that's a woman's job or a person's right, job in general. Really I'm in not going to look to a guy to make me feel secure in anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm secure within myself. Therefore, I'll be secure within the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I, I think, you know, Ego sometimes drives us to like stick to our guns and kind of draw our lance, uh, our line in the sand. Mm-hmm. Where insecurity is just sort of like you know I accepted certain things, but now I'm not comfortable. Okay. And I think the the biggest mistake a lot of people make in the beginning of relationships is like accepting certain things and expecting it to change. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the BS you find out in the beginning, mm-hmm. understand it never gets better. It kind of gets worse. Yeah. Right. So if that was bothering you in the beginning and you let it rock, you you left a president for other bad things to happen. Right. I agree. Yeah, I would I like agree. to say if I may. If sure, I may. sure. I gotta, I gotta drop the bomb to the people. Let's go. Drop okay, the bomb. I gotta drop preach, the bomb. Sister, preach. Women, <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. We cannot change a man. Say oh, that again yes. for the people in the back. <laughs> church, you hear me, church. We cannot change a man. And and I I learned this the hard way. Yes. To, so have I huh, huh. growing up. Okay, mm-hmm. hello. We can't. I totally agree with you. I'm going to let you finish the point, mm-hmm. but one of the, the uh, models that I continue to say is a man meets a woman and he says, wow, she's dope. I hope mm-hmm. she never changed. And a woman meets a man like, he's good, but I can make right. him better. Right. And that philosophy causes so much turmoil toward, as yeah. things get worse because men, men aren't really... I know it sounds bad. We're not really going to get better. We're going to get worse. Ugh. For the most part. Damn. I mean, we can learn We can learn to give up certain ways. Like, we yeah. can stop. I'm not whole no more kind of thing. Yeah. But if if I wasn't a certain way kind of thing, you know, like the Andrew called the I'm not gay no more. I like to say I'm not a whole no more. I'm not a, I'm not a thought no more kind of thing. We could change those kind of things. But I don't, I don't think men will actually, you know, completely grow in the way that a woman wants to until he's ready. ready. Exactly. You're not going to make that, that happen. Exactly. I have to make that happen. Exactly. I agree with that. And I, I mean, I, and I do agree because women are so quick to try to change somebody because they have the potential. And it's not even about that because when a man meets you, he's going to see your dopeness. He's going to see that mm-hmm. you're great. And then it's like, all right, so what can we do together right. to yeah. kind of like grow? Instead of right. you just being great and being yourself and expressing your dopeness the best way you know how, you try to change them, and that's not what you should do. It's up to the man to say, you know what? She's so dope. You know what? I want to make her wifey. Mm-hmm. I want to stop my hoes. Do you agree with that? Because I agree. And stop bopping. 
for her because she's just that right yeah because she's just that dope but it's like right it's like meeting somebody like me I, i like tap into stuff like um when i was single or when i've had my single moments for me to date someone it what it had nothing to do with anything other than where our minds went like creativity or even business or whatever so i never go into anything trying to change anyone I go into it more like, what can we change together? Like, what can, yeah, we, what do, can we do together? Right, to build with whatever. Because if he likes this or he likes that and I don't like it, it's just more like, uh, okay, so how can we turn that into like a business, though? Because I don't like it, but we can make some money off it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a, that's a dope mentality to have. You, you know, relationship is about in what direction can we grow in. Yeah, I agree right. with that. I like to get to learn you, get to know right. you, learn mm-hmm. each other instead of trying to change each other. Exactly. We bring it together if and you're make in it a better. Relationship and you have yep. to look for things. You got to start writing down <laughs> to-do lists in your relationship, like changing one. Like, I don't like how he wears his hair. I'm going to try to get him to change his hair. I don't like them sneakers that he be wearing, or I don't like this. Then, then don't, don't. Then don't, 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 don't do even it. waste it. Like, you, if you're not feeling his style, right. you can make suggestions to it, but you're not going to change exactly. him. Exactly. Right. You're not going to get a guy who dressed like these, you know, Young, young Thug is an extreme example because he, he cross-dressed. But you're not gonna get these skinny jeans type dude to be like a button up, you know, well dressed person yeah. until he's ready to make that transition. Exactly. The best you could do is present a situation like, "Hey, black tie event, wanna go?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so the next question on this topic is: Does a man ego causes a woman's insecurity? Well, like I said before, um, it's within yourself. Like, nobody right now in my life is ever going to make me feel insecure. It's all in your mind. It's all in, in inside of you. I mean, that's for me. Like, What do you think? Yeah, it ego. depends on the individual. If you have a uh, strong will, strong mind, and you, you right. know how to understand things, yes. nothing like that. It won't happen to you like that. But it you, won't. you got certain individuals, just the littlest thing gets them on edge. And, edge, oh, my God, and, and life so is going to end and, now. Yeah. And for, you know, it's it's different depending on it's the depending person. Depending on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It does depend on the person and how strong the person is because a man can create an insecurity. Um, it's can just, you give us an example? <clears throat> I mean, I know of some, but, I mean, for the viewers. Yeah, yeah so, like, a man's ego, right, it's a strong, powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that ego, for example, he's in the music industry. He coexists with beautiful women. But if you don't find yourself beautiful because of his ego, like that would kind of. Then, then it's always going to be like, who's that girl when, that when girl? he's not yeah, answering right. the she phone? She better than right. me. Like, eh, 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 this, that, that. You start right, nitpicking but... and then it starts to create this insecurity. Like, oh, mm-hmm. well, maybe he has these beautiful women around him because not for business purposes, but because maybe that's what he wants around. That's what he wants to be seen in the public with all these beautiful women. But yet he has me and he hardly goes out. He only goes out with me six times a week and he's only with them seven times a week. So Damn, if he goes know, out with you six times a week and you still got problems. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> you don't want a man, you want a parole officer. You know what I'm saying? I'm exaggerating. But I mean, you know. We get it just, though. But you, you get it. You get what I'm saying. So that would create, but it's up to, like, you have to build yourself up first and love yourself before Absolutely. you can be with somebody, love somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's just the bottom line. I say this. I don't think a man's ego causes a woman's insecurity, but I, I also think our ego might cause cause us to move certain ways that creates insecurity. Like, I know, for instance, one of the biggest transitions of when 
I first got married, it was just like having to explain to someone where I'm going to be at when I was moving the way I wanted to move for such but a long time. But do you really time. have to explain or you just say, honey, I'm going to It's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. explaining. But your ego, your ego, a man's ego be like, I'm a grown ass man. Right. I told you I'm going to be out and I'll be home when I want to be home. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Which will create the insecurity mm-hmm. and then, you know, you kind of realize like, yo... You can operate with that ego but so long, but right. you're going to be bumping heads for so much. You get to the point where it's just like, look, I'm going to be at such and such. This person is going to be here. This person is going to be here. And it gives you less of a headache. I have this saying. It's called just give someone peace of mind. It's not That's about being saying. like me. I'm a grown-ass woman. At the end of the day, I don't have to tell nobody nothing. I mean, I'm grown. my mama don't even ask me certain things anymore because I'm grown. So I literally walk around where I don't have to tell you nothing. Right. But out of respect... In my relationship, no matter what it is, hey, babe, I'm going over here or I'm doing this or whatever, peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm always available to answer the phone call, even if I don't call him in two or three hours because I'm gone. My line's always open if he wants to call or if I'm like, now we're live or whatever. If I get a call, hey, you know, I have to talk to you later. I'm I'm on air, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that whole uh, mandatory I got to tell you this or mandatory that, that's a no. Me, I'm a worrier. So if I don't hear from, like, my guy, I'm not personally thinking, oh, he's laid up with somebody. See, my mind don't go there because I'm not going to date someone I don't trust. Basically. So I'm going to. But you want to make sure he's okay because it's crazy for for, for men of color or or Mm -hmm. men in period out out here in these streets. Right. Especially with how how the knuckleheads. (laughs) Which, you know, which which makes me think about it is just like, you know, at a time I could say my ego, like, like I said, you know, when I first was married and getting a relationship, I didn't feel like I need to explain. Or oh, I'm still hanging out with the same people I was hanging out with before. But the problem was, I was I'm one of those dudes who have a lot of female friends. Mm-hmm. And my and I, I one of the first things I did before even me and my wife were like deep in the relationship, I, I took her to a dinner where all the female friends were there. Oh all the wow, women friends were there, That's right? A good idea. And I introduced her to. <laughs> wow. So now when I speak. I don't want to say all the names, but when I speak about A, B, C, D, E, right. you've seen A, B, C, right. D, or E. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, you know, it was cool. But once I put the ring on it, now okay. she she had a little more possession in yeah. me. Now I can't hang out with A, B, C, or D anymore. Why do you need to hang out with them? Especially because I would hang out with groups or I would hang out with one person, one-on-one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she never felt that they gave her any um, inclinations that, you know, they was scheming on me, per se, but she's just like, you know, the image of a married man hanging out with a woman, going to the movies or going to et cetera, et cetera, is not a good image. Would you ladies thing. have a problem with that? Well, going to the movies is kind of intimate, but intimate. if it's like a business dinner, a meeting or something, I'm actually okay with that. What if so, it's a catch-up dinner? Like, oh, how you, how's your life? Yeah. How's uh, this? Fa- is that okay? They got Facebook for that. If it's business... <laughs> That's so so fine. your man can have a female. Your man can have. I, I hate to say female because I always get uh, if it's crap for. Her. Your man can have a woman best friend or a woman he can. bestie. He absolutely can. But they can't. They can, can't they go can, to the listen, movies. The whole hey, we we throw barbecues all the time. Come through, catch up. It's fine if I see them sitting over there. We over there, but it's cool. That's no intimate situations are no. If it's about business or. Hey, listen, we're going to talk about that. Go ahead. I, obviously, you know, you don't want to be sitting around me and maybe my cousin or whatever. Y'all talking your business. Go ahead. Do your thing. But for anything 
pertaining to intimacy, that is a hell. I don't think the movie. I have a question intimate. for you though. Yeah. Would it matter to you if your wife had tons know, of male I knew friends? I going to say that. You know, the problem. I, I know. Peep at church. And, and then you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to, and I'm, I'm and it's always a double standard, right? It's always a double standard <laughs> and stuff like that. It is. My thing about it was, you know, if I would have met my wife with a lot of male friends, uh oh, uh-huh. I would have kind of vetted it and I could, you know. I would have kind of established my comfort level was there now. For her, it's it's tough for me to answer this because she don't have male friends, and now all of a sudden she have a lot of male friends. It'd be weird to me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. And plus, let's let's keep it honest. Even though it works both both ways, men are more predatory than than women. I knew are. that was coming oh, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like men more. The the title of this show is Views from the Friend Zone because I've been not that I've been predatory, you know towards women, stuff like that. But I've known situations where I was trying to spit game and I somehow or the other wound up in the friend zone. So I know a lot of men operate in this friend zone thinking that one day, you know, they're going to be, like Chris Rock said, the dick in the glass jaw that you beefing you beefing <laughs> with your man and he's going to get called up. But it goes both ways. Women know that by friend zoning that yeah. guy, he's mm-hmm. basically in the back of that black book whenever yep. she's ready. Yeah. So exactly. even if he has a wife, she already look. He's been tried to holler. I, I could have had him at any yeah. time. Uh-huh. He's still around, even uh-huh. though he's married. So, uh-huh. and now he's wanted. <laughs> like somebody really took him. Really, yeah. and that, <laughs> that's one of the things my, my 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 wife says. Like you know, even though she she's met all my female. My, I keep saying female. Sorry. Or my woman friend, she's just like yeah. it's a different element once they know that someone found saw enough in you to make a husband, and now that they don't have no husbands, desirable. maybe maybe now now you're a little bit more marketable, you know what I'm saying, or a little more valuable in yeah. a sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So the last question on this topic I have is, what is easier to repair, a damage a, a man's damaged ego or a woman's trust? I have a question. What what could damage a man's ego to you? What like I don't? I mean, it, it varies in different men, right? So I know so, that's what I'm asking you. Like, so so for instance, some men put a lot of stake in quote unquote being the best lover ever, or the most, the first thing or I the most about. endowed, right? Yeah. So then your woman could be like, you know, I I love what we got, but what Tyrone used to give me is that something else. Though. But that's you know how you don't. But do it, it can happen. <laughs> so it can happen. And in in the in the heat of the moment. Sometimes things are said to hurt people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. That's, that's and it's just bad. like, you know. Yeah, or, or, or a woman could be like, you know, you're okay in bed, but what such and such did. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a man, that's t- if, that's, if you tie a lot of your value in what you do in the bedroom, then that's going to hurt. To me, that's going to be a little, um, it's going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel away, but I'm I'm the type of person, I, I'm not going to lose a battle over something like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm like, well, okay. You, Tyrone also was a bum ass dude who's in jail now, so go find Tyrone. Like I would, you know, what I'm saying that would be my combatant kind of thing. Right. Why, why everybody always there? use Tyrone? Because <laughs> of the Erica Badu song. Yeah, okay. So Tyrone has become like the guy phone. who can lay it down but don't got shit <laughs> shit together. Can't you could have said phone. John or something. Tyrone came to my head first. You know okay. what I'm saying? So with that being said, all right. So what's the question again? <clears throat> so the question was, what's easier to repair? A man's damaged ego or a woman's trust? I think a man's damaged ego, because trust is the hardest thing. I've been cheated on before, and um, I thought I forgave my ex-boyfriend, but I just kept on bringing it up. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I think I to couldn't be bring, honest with I you, that's bring what trust kills. Back. That's what kills relationships as far as when the trust is gone, right? Yeah, when the because trust is gone, I'm done. 
because even think that's repairable for me. It's like to me, and I, I always say that, and people say you're friends, stuff like like the act of the person cheating on you, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's it's a one time thing. Sometimes it's quick and stuff like that, and it's a hurt. But it's 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 the not having some kind of resolve or resolution to it, the always bringing yeah. it up, it's like almost impossible to yeah, get Yeah, because past. it's like, why well, forgive if you're going to keep bringing it up? Yeah. But it was just eating me on the inside. Yeah. And there was nothing he could do to repair our trust. So which, I'm definitely going to Which hurts, that. which hurts. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think? What's easier to repair, a man's ego or a woman's trust? Uh, well, it, uh, I personally wouldn't destroy a man's ego like that to have to repair it. Right. But, I mean... I would say it would be easier to uh, restore a man's ego because trust is really hard to get back, especially when it's tarnished to its max. Like, you have people who make one mistake against people who make 100 mistakes. So if you trust them through 100 mistakes and you lost that trust, there's definitely no getting it back. But one mistake, you might lose a little trust, and then, you know, you might work on it, and he may fix it, and, all right, I can trust you again if he doesn't mess up again. So, uh, again, it really depends with me. <laughs> I, I think another thing, because I, I want your answer as well. Another thing is, not all violations of trust are equal. Right, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? So that it's just true. like sometimes it could have been a violation of trust because you did cheat, or sometimes it's you hid something that's huge, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that also comes into play as well. Like to me, a bruised ego is just like whatever. The reason why I feel like. A woman's trust is way harder than the bruised ego. It's because ego is is self reflection, right? So I feel like you can play me like to even me being a big dude. Sometimes a woman be like, "Well, I don't like you because you're big or whatever," and I'm like, "Cool, I can't force you to for I can't force myself to be your cup of tea." So that wouldn't bruise my ego and stuff like that. Like if a woman's like, "Yeah, you big, black, and ugly," I'm like. I'll, I'll take the two of those things. Ugly's not one of them. So right. <laughs> I'm not taking, you know what I'm saying? Like ego is how you, yeah. how you, is what you can answer to. Right. The trusting, the trusting is, is difficult, right? Because it's just like one of the worst things you do when you violate someone's trust is now they just see you completely different. different. You know Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like all the things you earned is mm-hmm. now out of the table. And that's, that's what hurts. Like people, I always tell people like, you know, if my wife cheated on me, could I stay with her? And I'd be like, it depends, like, what caused the cheating on Like, I knew I was out here being dirty. I was ignoring her. She's like, baby, I want some time. I said no. And I was just really foul. And even I knew I was out there in these streets, and then she cheated. It'd be a wake-up call, like, yo, you were slipping. So you got you to gotta hold that L. And then I would work it out. Now, if I know I'm just being good, I'm always asking her, babe, what can we do? I want to make love to you. She's ignoring me. She's not giving me none. And then I find out she's sleeping with Tyrone. You know what I'm saying? Then I don't know if I could. Or John. Right. Or John. Then I don't know if I could. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like I held up my end of the bargain. It's like the communication part. As long as there is some communication, like, listen, I'm not happy, you know, this, that, and the third, and then you ignore it and she steps out, then I can see, you know, and vice versa. If same thing with the husband, hey, listen. I done seen some things on TV. I want to try them. We getting dry in the bedroom. Let's do something. And she's still like, ah, and then he's he gonna, gonna be cheat. tempted to go try that. Right. He gonna go try it. So yeah. And then even though he's wrong, you kind of. I know this is. I'm gonna tread lightly. You kind of failed him as far as his partner because he came to you wanting this and you said no. You, didn't listen. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was still wrong. I'm not gonna. 
you know, absorb him mm-hmm. of his 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 errors, but it's kind of felt like, yo, he came to you. Right. You're the person, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. married men are always saying, like, yo, when they want to try something and their wife, no, you got to be like, yo, for lack of a better word, I signed a contract with you to try these things with you. Right. Yeah. You know and you only. At least you only. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know, I'm trying my best to not be a thought no more, and I'm coming to you. I wanted you to answer because yeah. you get a chance to answer the ego. Like, what's easier to repair, ego or trust? It's easier to repair an ego. I feel like trust is very hard to repair. Not saying you cannot repair it, but it's very hard, especially with the circumstances that may have caused the break in the trust. I'm a firm believer that in every there's 95 percent of a situation can be repairable. 95. Mm-hmm. You got that five percent where you just a low down, dirty thought bopping, whatever, you just disgusting and nasty. That's the 5% that it's like you can't come back from. But if there's something like, you know, all right, I'm ignoring my husband. I'm not paying attention to him. You know, he's asking me to do this, that, and the third, and I ignore. And then he goes to Sally. Yeah, I said Sa- Sally. And not, 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 not Becky with the good hair, not but Becky Sally? Becky with the good hair, nah, Sally. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she owns a few, you know, beauty supply stores. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so with Sally, and you having coffee with Sally, and she's starting to spark your interest, that right there is the cause is because you ignored me. Mm-hmm. I came to you and you ignored me. We have to learn in a relationship that it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. It's not just always what I want or always what, you know, I'm willing to give. It's it's a give and take, and a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel, I'm gonna say this, and then I'll move on to the next topic. I feel like a lot of times, we 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 make it down, we boil it down to like animalistic, you know, needs as far as like, oh, a man goes out and cheats because he just wants to be a thought kind of stuff like that. But I also feel like if a man expresses you know, to his partner, like, look, I want to try these kind of things, or I'm having these kind of things, or these are my needs, and the partner's just like, well, I don't feel like it, this, that, and the other. You have the right to not feel like it, mm-hmm. but you also have to, you also opened up yourself that a person's going to get those needs met somewhere else. Right. Like, if you don't feel like it right now, like, babe, I'll decline right now, but maybe by tomorrow, like, surprise him yeah. as soon yeah. as he walk in for And another thing is, there's no such know? thing as rollover sex, like rollover minutes. Like, sometimes a woman will say, well, I gave you some four days ago. That was four days ago. That's weird to me. I don't get that. I don't get that logic. Like, I, I don't. I don't like. Let me I move got... on to the next topic, right? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, and this topic is this topic is not necessarily um, the same, but it kind of falls in line with relationships, and it's called gender roles, right? Because uh, one of one of the followers of the show inboxed me and was just like, you know, I really want you to discuss gender roles because I, I know this woman who's like, she makes more money than her partner which which is a new thing because a lot of women especially if you're, you're married to a woman of color and black women who are the most educated population in this country and they're not getting better jobs and stuff like that and you know sometimes in the communities you date people around your communities and sometimes the women are more employable or have more skills than the man does so more income comes with that so anyway she was just like She's a breadwinner. She makes more money and stuff like that. But the husband still wants her to come home, cook, clean, do all the the housely chores. And he feel like because he's a man, those are not his roles. Even though he's not the provider. What is he doing though, while she's at work? So so let me let me get there. Like you know he 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 works, but he works, but you know his check his check doesn't go as far as her check. Mm 
And for some odd reason, this is not me, but for some odd reason, he still feels like, you know, there's certain things he could do around the house, take out the garbage or, or maybe do cut the lawn kind of thing like that. But like the cooking, cleaning, the quote unquote old school, this is what a woman should be doing kind of things. He don't feel like he should have to help because he's a man. And even though she's more of the breadwinner, he feels like those kind of roles need to be stuck to. So before, listen, let me just finish no, before you. No, no, no. I, I, I got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let me get minute, to the right? question. Let me get to the question. I'm not going to bash this. No, no, no. I'm just looking at all of my faces. Yeah, we're like this. Yeah. Like, so right. I, I just want to. So the first sub question of that is there such a thing as gender roles? And Amanda, I'll let you start. Okay, because I was going to. Because I felt like you was ready to chop my head off. No, so let me, I wasn't let me let you air it out. I wasn't going to chop off your head. I just wanted to know <laughs> what he was doing while she's out making the bread. But I want the ladies to go. He's a working it. person, go too. Ahead. It's just that her <laughs> check is larger. Like, for instance, I think in this particular situation, the woman was a nurse. Uh-huh. And the man had um he had a, a regular job. It wasn't nothing. I don't want to. He probably makes... 40 grand, like, you know, a modest job, nothing yeah. crazy. But her as a nurse, you know, she makes more income and then stuff like that. So go ahead. Okay. Um, I grew up in a household where, you know, my dad's Cuban and he, you know, to the core, like, the, the gender roles were played in that aspect. And I saw my mom work, make a six-figure salary, cook, clean, take care of us and all that stuff. And I see my dad doing the same. I'm not sure who made more. I didn't care. But my dad, you know, he worked hard and he came home and he took out the trash and a couple of things and killed a rat, a spare rat that come into the house. But like, you know, I, I feel, I don't think that gender roles is relevant now. I feel like. I think teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork. Yes. Teamwork. But Men, like it goes back to the egos kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? A man will feel like, well, I'm a man. I need my woman to cook clean and do such and such. Because we were, be taught, we, yeah, we were taught that kind of thing or we kind of look to those ideologies because that's what we were traditionally taught. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, I grew up, like, I'm an 80s baby. So I was like, I grew up in the era where things were changing. <laughs> so I grew up with the traditional saying of... Uh, woman in the kitchen, a man in the office. But my lifestyle, the the life that I've been and seen and witnessed, it's not really like that. That's just how I was raised to believe. But no, through personal experience, I've been um, in the relationship where we both worked, I made less money. And honestly, that relationship was kind of annoying for me because of his ego. It would be one of those, I'm great for going half on the bills and stuff, but when it came down to shopping, getting the shoes, the hair and nails, he covered that. But it was how he wanted it. Me, I like crazy nails. I like colors. He liked the French tip. I hated my nails all the time. But they stayed done. So it was... Oh, because he's paying. He gets to control the style. Hairstyle, clothes. So I got tired of that. Yeah. But I'm still a hard worker. But I was just like, you know, I'm not going to deal with that. I can still pay for my own stuff and Mm -hmm. just pay for my own means and my own bills instead of paying for two. Then the follow-up relationship, I was the breadwinner period like he helped in no way shape or form plus i cooked and i cleaned and all that other stuff so when you say he helped in no way shape or form not only were you bringing home the bacon but you were slicing it up distributing it and make sure it was clean what was clean he doing the whole tablecloth everything what was he doing the whole time was he tyrone just laying the pipe down and that's why gta he, he, live the whole time 
by the time I would leave the house and come oh, home, <laughs> he was GTA. So just Grand whole, Theft Auto, that's it. That's it. That and maybe some Call of Duty, you know. How but, long did our relationship last? If you ask, if you, if um, okay. So before I say that, I'm a very loyal girl. I was not loyal to this person. I, I ended up stopping. Yeah, because being he didn't give you loyal, a right to really respect right. him. Not to, not to be rude, but if you if you, I feel like this. If you make a woman feel like you know your need is not there, then. She, because women are loyal, she'll hold on to you for longer than you should, but you don't hold her heart anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, it was one of those, um, I'm one of those, once I'm in it, I try to be in it for a long haul, so I kind of allowed it to go on longer than it should have, but... I think we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there, but it was like maybe two good years, I'm not even lying. It was wow, two, two good years. years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Right, but it was one of those, the way I met him, we had a deal. It was like, okay, you go to college or whatever. I was a little older. My time has came and gone. I'm in my business now. I'm doing this. I'm already making, you know, my money or whatever. You go to college. You do your thing. You know, whatever. I got your back. That two years came and left. Ended up dropping out of school. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. You're, you're not following through here. Yeah. So He must have had some powerful penis. No. 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 Just loyal. Just <laughs> this having was, a, a thought of a dream easy. and you were trying to stick to the dream and it right. didn't work out. I'm thinking even with that, the, the bedroom stuff, I tried to do the teaching and, you know, no, do this, teaching? do that. But Damn. It, it, it didn't work. She said she was older. How much older? Nine years. Damn. So, so not 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 to, not for excuse, but I understand what you know comes with that. I was nine years older, but because I'm in a cougar situation as well. But oh, no, really? but you would think you would think the 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 bedroom was great. It was horrible, and that was the thing. Like, okay, at some point, I was like, okay, what am I even in this for? I'm, I'm not. I think you was a foster mom on the low. Word. Over, over no, you know what it was? I got so set in my way because I stopped being loyal, like being faithful and stuff. I, I was dipping, finding, you know, I had a whole two-year relationship in that relationship yeah. with someone else. She was who, in the Matrix. She had a relationship wow. within the relationship. Right. So that is the Matrix. <laughs> that was the one relationship I could say I was able to have some fun through the relationship because yeah. I was with someone uh, made my try to keep up my side of the bargain. It just wasn't working out on their part, and I kind of got set in the way. It was kind of like I was single in a relationship. Yeah. So I, it was hey, I took advantage of the end of it. Like yeah. oh, why not? Why not? So what about you, Amanda? Um, for me, I'm all about togetherness. So I feel like. So there's no such thing as a gender role. There's no such thing as a gender role. I'm, you know, I'm a chef as well. Yes. So I'm in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. When I'm in a relationship, I make sure I cook for him and stuff like that. But. Like laundry, let's go to laundromat together. I make an adventure out of anything. So we can go to laundromat, go chill, have a good time and mm. stuff like that. Mm. Fold the clothes together, wash clothes together. But I like to cook for my man, so I would take that part over. Okay. Well, not my man, but. So like to me, <laughs> a man. Uh, a man. gender roles. I don't believe there's gender roles, but I believe they're less operating on our strengths and weaknesses. Maybe your strengths might be things that are traditionally considered woman-based activities, mm -hmm. and maybe my strength may be traditionally men-based activities. Okay. You know? I, I work in finances, so even though for the majority of my relationship, my wife made more money than me, I kind of still operated on, like, what can we afford to do, what we can't afford to do kind of thing, breaking down the numbers, the number analysis and stuff like that, because that was my strength. Yeah. But I also also understood, like, if you, if you as a man, if you deal with, with a woman who makes more money than you, you know, you kind of got to watch the bass in your voice, too. You know what I'm saying? Because 
with money comes power. With money comes more more strength in situations. Like I never felt like I lost quote unquote my my ego kind of thing. But I also kinda understood like, yo, this person makes more money than me. So maybe she wanna spend money on something that I don't agree on, but at the end of the day, are the, are our bills still being paid? Yes. Are we still saving? Yes. So if she wanna splurge on something, I can't really tell her not to splurge on that. I have a question for you though. Um and even for you ladies, for everybody. So if a woman makes more money, should they split the bills down the middle or should it See, be? And it's funny. Shout out to um, Devorah Walker, who's a friend of mine. She has a podcast as well. She always says, hey, Devorah. she always says this, the man should pay the rent. She don't care who's making what. She feels like the man should pay the rent, which is the biggest bill kind of how thing. Do you, how do you feel about that? I feel like this. T- how does it work? Right. Let, let me just give examples. The woman makes 120,000. The man makes 80,000. Right. But he's paying the mortgage, which is the bulk and stuff like that. So if he's paying the mortgage and they're not doing it in a proportion based on the money that's coming in, you're going to have your partner sinking while you're flourishing and you think that everything's okay, but a resentment is being built. You got to operate it to the point where everybody can contribute a part that they feel comfortable with and that they're able to sustain. Right. Mm-hmm. So to be honest with you, if, if I was making, let's say, 300000 right, and my wife was making a hundred thousand, but our bills was just so reasonable that I could cover it and still play. As a man, I'd be like, "You're whatever. Save, save your money, build towards our retirement. Start trying to buy our retirement home. I'll take all the bills so that we're kind of." But what if you're making the hundred thousand and she's making the three hundred thousand? Then I think logically do? we should proportion the bills. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe because you have the bigger check. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll pay 75% of the mortgage. I'll pay 25%, but then I'll handle the groceries and the utilities kind of stuff right. like that. How do you ladies feel about that? I think that makes sense. You have to think what's in the means of right. what your um, pay is. You know, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I grew up in a household where my father paid the mortgage, and whatever he wanted to do after that, that was on him, and my mom paid utilities. I was taught that the man is supposed to provide and pay the mortgage or rent or whatever but and nowadays because the way everything is kind of it's we're just in a different time Mm so now we have to like talk with our partner all right you making a hundred thousand how much can you afford you can afford giving me a thousand dollars a month i'll take the thousand dollars a month like let's just work to whatever both of you agree upon because i feel like if you leave the one person to feel like they're drowning and the other person is just flourishing mm -hmm. Maybe a man's ego be like, you know, I'm good. I, I take care of the bills and stuff like that. But he is drowning. Mm-hmm. In the back of the mind, every, he's looking at you like, you selfish. But his ego might not allow you to tell day. you that. But yeah. that's how he feel inside. Yeah. And then y'all have problems. And you're like, well, I don't understand I think, yeah. why, why we have problems. You know, we're not broke. You don't feel broke because you're flourishing with your money. Where him, he's hiding debt. Just trying to keep you happy kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's not like building together. That's yeah. you being selfish right. and you building for yourself. Um, I was always told, well, I don't have children, but I was always told your man and your children are a representation of yourself and vice versa. Right. So if I'm walking outside looking like a million dollars and my man's looking like $2, I'm still $2. Yeah. Even the same thing with I agree. the bills. Mm-hmm. If the bills this month is $5,000, 
it's more like let's just cover it who got what let's just you know and then we'll do the savings together that's building together and then also i feel like you know there's seasons there's gonna be times where i'm making more money and you making less let's move accordingly and there's right. gonna be times where i'm stuck and you're in a better place move accordingly kind right. of thing right. but have that conversation so that we don't individually feel like yo i'm sinking but my partner is just flourishing kind of thing can't see in relationships that the the peace of mind thing you can't let your partner sink all that applies it's literally like you have to go into it like intertwined Mm. like with everything you got to connect on every level even financial sexual communication (laughs) everything even with the whole parents you get you have mingling dads and mingling moms and if you're dating a, a daddy's little girl or a mama's boy, that can create problems Lord. as well. It's, there's a and that's the baggage there. we carry in relationship. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask one last question so we can, because we, we're bag. short in time, and I want to carry cover our next topic. Mm-hmm. So this question is, what is the role of the man slash father or the role of the woman slash mother? Like, do we still have those traditional roles when it comes to parenting as well? Or... Or have we moved on from that? Well, I think with parenting, uh, like, I don't have children, but, you know, I have nieces and nephews and godchildren, and I've been around watching their parents raise them and, and things like that. Uh, children are individuals. Like, you, I've, I've watched parents try to turn their children into this or that. I feel like when it comes to parenting, you need to meet your child's needs in that sense. Meaning, if you have a son who's having issues in school, and he's acting out. Don't just like, first of all, that live, embarrassing kids live. Don't do that. Talk to your children. Do what you got to do to get them through that problem at school. Don't go up in there embarrassing them. Not, to me, that's not parenting. That's just being an, an a-hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even like find out your kid smokes weed or something like that. It, just to go off the handle. You know, oh, my God. I, you know, no. Okay. Where'd you get the weed from? Why you smoke weed? You stressed out? You know, whatever. So I just think... Just be there for your kids. There's not really, because all kids are different, just like adults. They grow up into that different adult. So you just got to be able to connect with them. That way you can teach them and show them the way they need to be taught and shown without forcing things. Yeah. What about um, you, Alyssa? The role of the mother and the father are needed in a child together. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. necessarily they have to be together in a relationship, but mm-hmm. I can't teach my son things that his father should teach him meaning like how to be a man. I can mm-hmm. probably, not probably, I can teach my, I don't have kids, by the way, but I could teach, you know, my my son, for example, you know, hold the door open for a woman. This is how you treat a woman, things like that. And then his father can teach him, all right, this is what you're supposed to do, you know, this is how you change your tire. This is how you're supposed to, you know, be a man and stand up for yourself and stand up for your family. Both roles are needed, especially in a woman's life. The father plays a major part yeah. in how you accept you know certain actions for men yes I, I feel like this I feel like you know you know it's not a mother's role to necessarily teach the kids like oh the mother got to teach all the kids how to clean and stuff like that I always feel the strengths but at the same time I feel like a mother should teach a man how to treat a woman right a man should teach his daughter what she should expect from him so that we could have healthy relationships outside of the home yes like what 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 drove me like my father wasn't God bless the dead. My father, I I didn't see him play the most perfect role, but he was always a provider. He always is like no matter what, our needs were met, bills were met, and stuff like that. And he taught us like hard work. Yeah. 
right? So, so I always, I always feel like, yo, I have to work. I have to be able to say myself, like, I'll be broke, but make sure everything is cool. Then to like get something luxurious, and then worrying about how I have to pay that right. kind of right. bill. Right. So, you have anything to add? Um, I agree with the whole panel right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have twin boys; they're ten. I'm a single mom, so I can only teach them, but so much. Mm-hmm you know, how to treat a woman and stuff like that, and they see how I treat them. So, I mean, both roles are very important, mm-hmm. and I can't teach them how to be men. I can teach them how to be great, but, you know. Not necessarily men. And I, I think a lot of t- things that single single parents ver- versus single mothers or single fathers, I think the, the key thing is to not carry your bitterness towards the partner and transfer it to your child. Yeah, because absolutely. a lot of times... Like a single mother or even a single father would, would, you know, express how ain't shit the the person is. Yeah. And now that kind of affects, yeah, you know, the kid's perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the kid either could feel that I, I don't want to be ain't shit like my father. Right. Or, or kind of feel like, well, women are going to think I ain't shit anyway, so why should I even kill myself kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? So the last topic is going to be s- sex and love. Right? Al, sex. And the thing is, like, you know, obviously we don't need we don't need both of them to exist, right? And, you know, you could have sex without having love and, ver- and vice versa. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're in love and you're not having sex, which is the problem that we're going to discuss real quick. So <laughs> is the relationship beyond repair when the sex dies? Well, the bad relationship could be why the sex died. Because you're just not getting along with each other, then you don't want to sleep in the same bed with each other. I don't know. I Again... I'm very 50-50 about stuff. You shouldn't really let it die. Mm-hmm. Like, if the guy feels like you're not doing this, just try something. And vice versa, the girl feels like, just try something. If at that point there's nothing there, then that's where you would just like, basically move on. Sex is needed. Sex <laughs> plays a major role in a relationship. I, I mean, I've been in a... I've been in a... I've been married before, Lord. But I've been in a relationship where love... <laughs> transcended the sex up to a certain point though yeah it didn't really it didn't, like the love didn't matter if, if i wasn't if i wasn't getting it or if he wasn't getting it yeah he's gonna look elsewhere he's gonna go elsewhere because i'm not giving him one of the most essential things in a relationship sex is very important mm-hmm. and if you're not giving it up you might as well give up the relationship and that's just the bottom line so is a sex uh, is um, relationship beyond repair when the sex dies? I believe it's repairable. One thing though, I do I do agree with the sex part, but at the same time, after sex, what do you have? Like, mm-hmm. you have to have something else. You can't just rely on that sex. I mean, we all want that sex, but when the sex dies, it's like, all right, so now let's start getting to the things that made us compatible in the first place. And let's start doing, I feel like activities would get you to be, want to be more sexual. Sometimes I feel in relationships, people get comfortable. You don't do the things that you used to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she don't want to fuck you. So exactly. Like, so you're not doing anything to make her wet. So right, why is she right. going you to? You know what it is? But it's that puppy phase. People, when you is. leave that phase, people that. forget to still keep the flame alive. You have though. to keep that flame alive because that flame is what period. gets her, go- well, right. gets me going at least. I don't right. know about everybody else, but the honey, so, the if, so if that's my opinion there. on that is like, is the relationship beyond repair when the sex dies? No, but it's on, it's in a coma. You know what I'm saying? It's on it's on a lifeline, mm-hmm. and I feel like we have to find a ways to recreate ourselves sexually. Like when you're in a long term relationship, you know, 
I've been in a relationship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you, you're going to go through peaks and valleys of sexual activity and stuff like that. But I also feel like it's a blend of appreciating each other and understand that when someone appreciates all kind of aspects of you, they don't lose interest in the sex. Right. So whether you feel up to it or not, the frequency always changes. There's, there's, there's bunny stages and then there's tortoise, slow, bunny never happen kind of stuff like that. Bunny but I feel like we have to have the blend, right? Because one of the sexual languages and confirmation that we're good mm. is sex. We don't have to have sex all the time, but knowing that we're good, we just finished having you know, a nice moment and stuff like that. Sometimes sex is the is the nice reward of these But that's moments. why I said, mm-hmm. go on those dates, still do those things that you yeah, do. do the intimacy. And you get the juices flowing right. that way. <laughs> so now I'm going to ask a, a, a completely, you know, out of the box kind of question, but can opening up the relationship take the love away? Opening? You mean an open house. relationship? Or? Opening up the relationship. Ooh, bringing I'm someone like into this it. Um, for me, hell no. <laughs> That dick is mine. Once mm. I hit it, it's my dick. That's it. Hello. And you ain't hitting nobody else. Ain't hitting nothing. Well, I'm never bringing somebody else. Is that the else. consensus? You know, men ego. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a bisexual female, so oh. I'm gonna let her. I'm See, gonna let the answer. I should have asked first. these questions earlier. To Early, ask more spicy questions. <laughs> I'm just saying, nobody sharing my guy. I'm and I do agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very possessive person, and I'm not trying to have somebody come up in the relationship try to do all the acrobats and wheelbarrows and cartwheels and stuff like that that maybe I can't do. And then you have you bring somebody else in the relationship that can do all these things plus more. No, like my my man is mine. Is mine. Yeah, mine. Is mine. So this is the, my man. I, I, I'll be I'll be <laughs> fronting if I be like because every time I talk about the open relationships, so selfishly I think of as a man, my woman said, "Hey, let's bring another woman to the room." Because of when she's like, "Let's bring another but dude." That shit. I'm gonna let you answer. That shit's down. But I say this: if a man. My advice to men, if you're able to pull that off and have your woman pull another woman in, she is the captain of that ship. Do not bring in someone that's going to make her feel uncomfortable. Let her choose that person. Also, I don't care how you feel about it. You can't pay more attention to the new person than your spouse. Your spouse has to be the entree and that person has to be the mashed potatoes on the side you know what I'm saying? The little Spouse spicy stuff like steak. that. When you the bug out and it. start paying attention to, to the other person, you create a problem that you don't need. Can Go I ahead. just say this? Yes. I'm going to shut that whole threesome shit down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut this shit down. Okay. All right. So uh, would you mind if your woman wanted to bring a man in the bedroom? No, I told you that's not going to happen. Exactly. Uh, I was honest about I that. I was honest about down. that. You, you can't. Shut you, it down. There you go. So, okay. So, All right. Let, let me speak now. Well, when it comes to the willingness of the bedroom, if you're willing to open your bedroom, for your pleasures, you have to be willing to let your woman open exactly. her bedroom for her pleasures. But see me, I'm a bisexual female. Yes. I'd like to date men. I like to play with women. Oh, so, that sounds cute. But and to be honest with you, men are more comfortable with that. So <laughs> this is my this is my thing, and this is being sexist, I guess. But it's just like, as a man, I feel like you know, I feel all women appreciate other women. So it's easier to have that dynamic. I don't look at no dude and be like, you know what? I kind of like his arms. Let him come in the bedroom with me. No, I don't appreciate okay, nothing. Okay, but what if a woman wanted double penetration? It's not going to happen, You don't have Kathy. to touch him. I, I've been in double penetration situations. Oh, but really? It's not, it's not, <laughs> not with a woman. But it wasn't my wife. But, okay, you know I'm listen. I'm, I'm a bisexual okay. woman. And That's I'm for that fun stuff. That's not in a relationship. Go ahead. I'm currently engaged to be married. Okay. Ooh, congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. 
Um, okay, so here's my thing. Me, I'm, I very, I, I'm very much a believer that sex is overrated. Like, people who jump through loose, oh, my God, I'm a Cheeto, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. To me, that's just too much. It's overrated, you know, whatever. Things happen, you know, the trust, yes. Um, that could be tarnished in that. But me, I'm, I'm more like this or whatever with my guy. You don't got to cheat. You don't have to. But if there's a lady you're attracted to, and I get the allowing your woman to bring the girl in the bedroom, but she might bring someone that he's not attracted to. So it still becomes one of those, I'm having a good time, but now he's still not. I got to watch and have fun so and watch it. So it has to be 50-50. If he's now you can't bring young M.A. into our bedroom. No, hell no. No, well, you know then that's, that's... Well, that's, she's kind of cute. I, well, I'm not into... Young M.A., young M.A. I like feminine girls. Right, yes. in a dude kind of way. Right, that's still, to me, that's yeah. still like a boy. She's cute. Yeah. She cute. But I think she's no, cute. No, don't get it twisted. I think young M.A. Young young is not a bad-looking woman. No, but she's, young she's, M.A. is cute as She's hell, an aggressive, and I don't need an aggressive in my bedroom. I'm not into um, aggressive women. I like the feminine, the, the girly girl. I'm a girly girl myself, so I, I like that. It You know, smell nice like a lady, you know, feel nice, wear the good lotion and stuff like that. So I'm more into that. But if my man is willing to open the bedroom for my pleasures, I'm willing to open the bedroom for his pleasure. Yeah, you you could switch out. So I, I definitely I definitely get that. There's no there's no dude in the situation. It just is that's, that's really messed up. That's like a yeah. double standard. It is with a double me, standard. With me, I'm, I'm just when I'm with a guy, I'm solely attracted to him. Like yeah. for my dude, I'm so attracted to him. I don't want no other guy. That's how I am. When I'm when I'm really attracted to somebody, I want that one person. I'm yeah, just totally that's into that. It. I just yeah. want yeah. him. But I like my last relationship. Like I said, I was have a good old time. Yeah. I was going to say it that way. So let me ask this one last question and then we'll end up the show. Can good sex make up for fading love? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I think good sex is a band-aid, but once yeah. once that fading love is gone, it's just going to be just like... Lust. It's 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 tough, right? Because yeah. the worst thing you can be with someone that you despise, but the sex is good, right? Because good sex may be an hour that happens maybe once every other day. Once every other three days and stuff like that. So how are you feeling for the rest of the time? Exactly. You know what I'm and saying? That's comfort sex. That's that's like a person sleeping with an ex because they're available. And my vagina is not going to work. Quick. Really? It won't. If you stop my loving bad. the person, if the I vagina. If I stop loving you, my vagina is shut down. And you know that whole that, clothes. That is that is something that you know. <laughs> you, that's something that married married people go through. Like you know when they're not really feeling each other, but they feel like they want to just continue to have sex because it's a, a, a need. That person no, not getting wet down much. there, it's not It's not a fun situation. It's, that's still a good way to cheat, though, because intimacy, outside of sex, you still need to be intimate with each other. You have yeah. to have those conversations, those laughs, those giggles. You have to have all that stuff. Yeah, all intimacy that stuff a contributes to a wet yeah. vagina. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Can, can good sex make up for fading love? No. Like, um, if I don't love you, that's it. Um, if I'm... I mean, let's keep it 100. We... We all have made love to people we don't love. Exactly. But, it's, yeah. but for how long can you continue that, I that cycle? Yeah, I haven't made, like, I'm not going to make, you'll know if I make love to you or not. You understand? So now it's me just having sex with you. And I can have, just have sex, with, I can take away the emotion and just have sex with you just because I just want to get my rocks off and then that's it. And then you're done. And I'll move on to. He can go home. You can go home, yeah. and then I'll go on with my life. Your Uber's on the but way. But that's not gonna. Ha- okay, hello. But that's not gonna happen. But for so long, like it doesn't repair fading love. Sex is not intimacy. The it's not the base of intimacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a part so of it. So if the but relationship it's not a base. is on a flat line, 
and just because you could give good sex, that relationship's still gonna it's a done still deal. gonna die. I'm done. Yeah, you got some people that don't want to deal with each other, but still don't want to see you with anyone you else. Know. Yeah, that's so y'all y'all give it to each other, but still roll your eyes, won't cook nobody a sandwich <laughs> or, or breakfast in the morning. Cook, yeah. Your fried chicken be raw when they. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah, be cook, yeah. Like before, before you used to get the wet rag, and now you just like <laughs> it's over them. Right, right like just get clean yourself up. The wet, warm rag, not just the wet rag. Now just make it ice cold. Now you lucky if you could get a baby wipe. You know what I mean? The game. Right, right you better go get water. that sock off the floor. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming through. That's the end of Thank our you show. Us. And I really appreciate you coming through. It was a very fun conversation. I want to have fun. you guys very back fun. again. Yes. Also, when we have the full team, because you know, Sensei and Cliff, they speak spicy, so they would have brought out oh, some spicy they stuff. Out some spice. So we'll, we'll definitely have you guys back. So before we end up, I want to give you guys again a chance to shout out what y'all got going on. Yes. And then we can end off the show. Go ahead, listen. Oh well, <laughs> I'm looking at you like. Um, so I mean, we are um, the realest radio show, and you can catch us on Thursdays from nine to eleven. We are on the pregame radio network. Um, you can catch our episodes on um, pregameradio.net. The website is fire. You get to learn about us and things like that at The Realist Radio Show on Instagram, The Realist Radio Show on Facebook, at The Realist Radio Show on Twitter. Y'all better follow. You better yes. follow, follow, follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Alyssa Noriega. I'm Tasha Nicole Wright, the other half of The Realist Radio. I'm also um, <laughs> part owner of Emmy Productions, a production company which basically does photography, video, all that other stuff. You can find my company on Facebook, Emmy Productions with a Z, but you can also look me up under Tasha Nicole right under everything, anything social media. If you find me on Snapchat, I will not respond because I don't know how to get into the two accounts that I opened, but everywhere else, you're good. Tasha Nicole Wright. (laughs) Dope, that's dope. I didn't give my handles, so I'm sorry. I'm a Pocahontas head, so <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram, I'm Pocahontas underscore 531, and on Twitter, I'm Pocahontas with two A's, underscore 531. And then my name, Alyssa Noriega, on Facebook. So. Yes, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to say, you know, continue to support our guests, support us, views yes. from the friend zone, those who came to meet us because you guys are followers of these young ladies. Stay tuned. You know, continue to follow us. We're views at the friend zone at Instagram, on Facebook. We're mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash views from the friend zone. I want to say something real quick. I just want to say, you know, we've been touched by the loss of, you know, Triple X extension yeah. and, and Junior and stuff like that. And I just I just want to say, like, yo, we need to slow down and really take time to build our communities yeah. And, and, yeah. and build places where, you know, people have places to go, you know, be mentors for people and stuff like that because we're literally killing ourselves over nothing. Absolutely Losing nothing. young lives over nothing right. before they get a chance to become We're anything, losing our you know? future. The and I, I feel like I feel a lot future. of times it's happening because of boredom. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have places to go. Kids don't have interests. And they create jealousies because they don't build a future for themselves. So if you can't go out there, mentor young kids, give them example, and continue to like strive to build our community Absolutely. because we're being viewed as savages from people outside of our community and if we mm-hmm. could continue to do these things we're not proving them wrong right and like i always say chase your legacy and not liabilities and we out peace